Happy New Year, everybody. Now we know who the committed ones are, Neil. They're here, deciding to be closer to Jesus than to Dunsborough. That is one critical, great step you've all made to be here this morning. To be honest, uh, in our planning um, meeting a couple of months ago, we actually deliberated whether or not we would actually have a live experience on New Year's Day. And the night owls wrestled the morning people and uh, the morning people won. Actually, it wasn't quite as simple as that. uh, I actually deliberated for some time, about a month, um, whether we should have a live experience. And, 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 And I want you to know upfront why I pulled the trigger and said yes. And and really it came from God nudging me. And the reason I want to let you know is because you are the reason that God wanted us to get together. And that's because God wants to speak to some of you who got stuck in 2016. Some of you got stuck in 2016 in in, in a relationship or with a relationship. Some of you got stuck with your health. Some of you got stuck financially. Some of you got stuck with your business uh, or your career. And, and I gotta tell you, as the, the senior leader, I might start calling myself the supreme leader, you know, new year, new titles, Mark John Ung, um, senior leader. Uh, when I see you guys struggling to get unstuck, uh, it, 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 it literally breaks my heart. And, and I'm saying that something of a, of, a, of a mouthpiece of God because I know it very much breaks His heart. And today, I felt God wanting us together as Elevate Church, plus first time guests, great to have you here as well. For those of you that are stuck, that, that I will speak a message from God's Word that's gonna give you some fresh wind in your sails. To, to keep going towards the promises of God, that maybe you uh, ran out of hope or were running out of hope towards the end of 2016, that, that, that I wanted to get in a room to get to today at the beginning of a new year and give you some new hope and some new faith and, and some new perspective. That said, I'm, I'm aware that some of you, you didn't get stuck in 2016, that for some of you, 2016 has been your greatest year of growth and breakthrough. And, 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 and if you could do it again, you'd do it again because it was so great for you. And, and, and I felt God wanting us to gather so that you were here to be reminded that it, as good as 2016 was, there's always more. There's always further. There's always more of God, more of His promises for you. Don't ever become a settler when it comes to following Jesus. And so that's the the motivation for us gathering today. Now, January 1, it's it's just another day, technically. You know, we went to bed, well, some of us yesterday, some of us earlier this morning. Uh, We got up, it was Sunday. The calendar happened to also say 1st of January. So, so technically, there's nothing really that you can do today that you couldn't have done yesterday. But I wanted us to gather to get some fresh perspective, some fresh faith that's gonna see us break out personally and corporately in 2017. So you good with that? So I'm gonna, uh, this is a little uh, shout out to the millennials. I'm gonna get my DJ Khaled on and I'm gonna drop some major keys. If you don't know what, that, what I just said, ask someone much younger than you. Drop some major keys about how to have a breakout 
2017. Now, open your Elevate app. Uh, first time guests let you know we've got an app uh, and uh, you can download it from uh, the major app stores and Windows. Um, and uh, see, I don't, I don't poke fun at Android anymore now that Windows is a player. Pretender. Did I say player? I meant pretender. Um, Tap on the Bible, it'll take you to Joshua chapter four. Now, Joshua is a story, and before I get into that story, and I wanna talk about that story today, let me give you the backstory. The backstory to, 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 to this, uh, this story around Joshua is, um, it takes back to, to when the Israelites were held in captivity as slaves by Egypt. And uh, they were there for, for many centuries as slaves to the Egyptians. And God had promised them that He would deliver them from Egypt but not just deliver them from Egypt, but actually deliver them into a land that He'd promised them. And in order to do that, to kickstart that process, God tapped a guy named Moses. Now, some of you have heard of this guy, Moses. He tapped Moses to actually go in to, to, the, to the ruler of Egypt, Pharaoh, and confront him face to face, which would have been no mean feat, and, and, and declare on God's behalf to Pharaoh, let my people go, let the Israelites go. And so Pharaoh interestingly eventually uh, obeyed and uh, let the people of Israel go. And the people of Israel, Moses led them across the Red Sea. If you've ever seen the old Bible movies, you'll see the, the river parting and, the, and, the, and, and they walk through. That was Moses leading the nation of Israel out of slavery, out of Egypt. So they'd escaped from being slaves. The problem is though, that rather than continuing on their journey to this land that God had promised them, they got stuck. They got stuck in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in the desert and we call it the wilderness. And they got stuck going around and around and around and around for 40 years. God had promised them a land, they got stuck. In other words, they moved from the slave position. That's fantastic. They had some breakout but they only went as far as the survivor position and actually never took a hold of the land that God had promised them. And I know a lot of people that that's their story, that, that they've got this image that following Jesus is just about what we've escaped from, that, 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 that following Jesus is just about what we're meant to avoid. Hookers, cocaine and swearing. And, 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 and I wanna say that no, actually the goal of following Jesus is to see His kingdom expand. The goal of following Jesus is to see you and I appropriating, taking a hold of the promises that He's given us, that there's always more, there's more light to shine, there's more good news to spread and we're not to get stuck in survival mode. Survival mode is better than slave mode, but it's not the end destination. So Moses passed and uh, handed over the baton of leadership of the nation of Israel to Joshua. And this is where I wanna pick up the story in the book of Joshua. Now the priests who carried the ark remained standing in the middle of the Jordan, this is the river that they were now crossing. They crossed the Red Sea into the wilderness, but they now needed to cross another body of water, new rivers to ultimately get to the promised land, that was the river Jordan. Until everything the Lord had commanded Joshua was done by the people just as Moses directed Joshua. The people hurried over and as soon as all of them had crossed, the ark of the Lord and the priests came to the other side while the people watched. New Year's is very much an opportunity to get a fresh perspective of what it means to cross over, what it means to, to not, just, not just calendar-wise, but, but something new from us. And I've called this message, Hello from the Other Side. And you'll be happy to know that I have no intention of trying to sing that song, even one line. 
you're welcome. That's my gift to you. Not singing is my gift to the world. <laughs> woo, woo. Proof that Jesus exists and I trust him. But let me, let me, I'm gonna throw in a bit of bonus content because you're the committed ones and you're here. So I'm gonna preach the message I'm gonna preach, but I'm gonna throw in a bit of bonus content, okay? I'm gonna charge you extra, give you first 11%. No, 10% is fine. Um, some people think that this is how church is meant to operate. That God does stuff and the priests do stuff and, and the job of the people is just to sit and watch. That, that church is a spectator sport. Well, I know it's no, and, and I'm living proof of that. I'll tell you one thing I'm living proof of that is because I grew up in a church that was a spectator sport. The guy at the front in, in the dress did the stuff and your job was to come and watch. And I actually, over a three year period, cause I don't uh, transition out of things. I'm a, I'm a loyalist and I don't just, you know, leave churches in a, in a hurry. After three years, uh, or over a three-year period, I transitioned out of that church into a church very similar to this one. And, and let me tell you, my primary motivation is that I wanted God to use me. I wanted to serve Him. And in that model, a come and see model, there was no opportunity to, to do that. And the bonus content is, for some of you this year, your breakout is gonna be started by you getting off the bench and getting into the game, putting down your shopping cart and picking up your shovel, moving from a consumer to a contributor. And, and, and this Elevate Church, we don't have the guy in the dress up the front come and watch model, we have the, the biblical model, which Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus. And he said that the body of Christ, the church, grows and builds itself up in love, builds itself up, grows and builds itself up. Who don't want that? As each part does its work. So for some of you, the very next step you need to take is to join an Elevate team and see what God does through you in 2017. That it's not just about you breaking out, but seeing God's kingdom break out because church is not a spectator sport. All right. Let me back up to, to chapter three. I'm gonna kind of dance around. You can follow on the app. We'll obviously have it up on the screens if uh, that's easier for you. Giving orders to the people. This is Joshua. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God. Now, now this is in a day where, where uh, the people of Israel had a, had a box, literally a box, that was called the Ark of the Covenant. If you've seen Indiana Jones, you kind of kind of get a bit of that uh, visual. And, and God lived in the box, okay? Now Jesus came, this is true story, God lived in the box and, and they were to take His presence wherever they moved. And, and, and Jesus came and said, no, no longer is God in the box. In fact, God by His Holy Spirit now lives in you. And you have same access to the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. He's not in the box, He's out of the box. He's wild and free, baby. But at this time, His presence was in the Ark of the Covenant. The Levitical priests carrying it, they were the only ones permitted to touch it. And you were to move out from your positions and follow it. Then you will know which way to go since you've never been this way before. See, this last line of bolded this since you've never been this way before. For some people, just the fact that God's calling them to somewhere they've never been before means they get stuck in an instant. They freeze up. God wants me to go somewhere unfamiliar? Someone, yes, He does and He will. And this year it's coming for you. It takes faith to cross over. It takes faith to go somewhere you've never been before. So here's my question. Who of you are willing to forfeit 
some certainty this year in order to follow God to the places He's leading you. Let me, let me see who, I'm, who am I talking to? Come on, I'm gonna get all Bruno Mars on you this, this morning. Can I preach? Can I preach? All right, come on, good. It's gonna take you living, leaving some of your certainty and embracing uncertainty in order to experience a breakout. But God doesn't leave you, leave us on our own. Here's the first major key. Follow, yeah, that. Point your life in the direction God is leading you. See, see, the uncertainty lies with us. The uncertainty doesn't lie with God. The, 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 the people would have followed the Ark of the Covenant. We're to follow the, the, the voice and, and, the, and the leading of God's Holy Spirit, God's Word. And as we do that, even though it's uncertain for us, it's not uncertain for Him. And that if we point our lives in the direction that He's leading us, would be better positioned to have a breakout 2017. Now, can we get real? You are the committed ones, obviously. So let's, you know, let's, let's get all mature and stuff. This is the reason some people get stuck, is that they point their lives in the direction they want to lead God. You turn over their business card and it says, auditioning for the role of God. Our prayers are about God bless my plans. God, get on board with with what I wanna do. And and I preached a message December 15, uh, not last year, because that would be a couple of weeks ago, 2015, we did a series called The Genius of Jesus. And uh, if you weren't here for that, I encourage you to go back and listen to those podcasts if you, if you were. There was one called The Submission Move. And some of you will remember The Submission Move because I, I did a full frontal uh, uh, demonstration of the very famous Greg the Hammer Valentine figure four leg lock from the world then World Wrestling Federation. And it was, it was impressive to say the least. Um, not for Jordan May, who was my model. I think I fractured his leg in four places. But... Um, <laughs> But the point of the message is that following is synonymous with submission. Following Jesus is synonymous with saying in every single area of my life, I'm gonna point it in the direction that you're leading me. And I made the, the, the point, it was a kind of a, a tweetable, Facebookable, Instagrammable uh, quote, that the genius of Jesus is that He will meet you on your turf but He won't meet you on your terms. He'll meet you where you're at. If you're struggling in a valley, He'll meet you in the valley. If you're winning on the mountaintop, He'll meet you on the mountaintop. If you're in the wilderness, He'll meet you in the wilderness. He'll meet you right where you are. One of the mistakes that, that, that is often uh, uh, put across is that we need to get it right and clean ourselves up and get it all together and then come to Jesus and say, will you accept me? And, and actually, no, He'll meet you on your turf, but... He then says, come follow me, not where are we going next? (laughs) He'll meet you on your turf, but He won't meet you on your terms. And some of His terms this year for you is gonna look like reorienting some of the way you spend your time. Some of you need to knock some things off your to-do list this year and, and put some things that God wants you to do 
Submit the, your, your calendars to Him and add them onto your to-do list. I've already mentioned about joining a team. Church is not a spectator sport. This morning we sent out an, an e-update. I sent an e-update out to our, to our uh, subscriber base um, to encourage all of us to read the Bible every day starting this month. And one of the things I've done many years uh, in, uh, over the recent years is in the month of January, reading the book of Proverbs. Book of Proverbs has 31 chapters, January, 31 days. See how this works? Chapter a day. And there's a great devotional uh, in the Bible app, uh, a plan from uh, the, the founders of the Alpha program over in, in, in Britain. And I'm doing that. I invited you to do the same once a day. Well, I haven't got time for that. Too busy watching the nightly news. I haven't got time for that. Too busy reading Facebook. I haven't got time for, it's like, point your life in the direction God is leading you this year and see how much more likely you are going to be experiencing breakout. If you just do exactly what you did in 2016, guess what? It's a fair chance you're gonna get exactly what you got in 2016 all over again. Maybe it's your relationships. And I'm gonna talk a little bit about, uh, oh, thanks, Renati. Oh, thanks, Renati. Renati's sending me messages. Michael Roth, Renati. Um, Ah, the cloud. Gotta love the cloud. Some of you this year, it's, it's, it's gonna be your year to join an Elevate group. To, to not just join a church and sit in a row on a Sunday, but to circle up and get face to face with some people and do life together. That's gonna be an important thing for your breakthrough. Some of you, Renati's already said, it's gonna be about finances. In every area that God's calling us to, it requires us having, major key number two, a forward focused faith. The Ark of the Covenant was in front of the people. The Ark of the Covenant went ahead of the people. The Ark of the Covenant was always forward focused. And, and I get that if you've experienced loss, this can be difficult. Can, can you throw the next one? I, I get that if you've been stuck for a while, that maintaining a forward focused faith, I get that it's difficult. I get it. But understand that this story around Joshua leading the nation of Israel into the promised land actually came at a time of loss. Joshua took over from Moses, not because Moses retired, but because Moses passed away. And, and, and this was Moses, Moses, flipping Moses. Moses, Moses who'd gone up a mountain and met and talked with God face to face, Moses. This was Moses who came down with, with two big iPads, or tablets, uh, with the, the, the 10 commandments uh, written on them. Um, he would have if it happened yesterday. Um, this was Moses who, who had the, the faith and the courage and the conviction to get in front of Pharaoh and say, God has told me to tell you, let my people go. This is Moses. This is Moses who then led the nation of Israel out of slavery. This is Moses and Moses had just passed away and now they had to keep, to keep going in towards the promised land. And chances are some of you have lost something this year, or last year. Lost, some of you, you maybe lost a job and it got you a bit stuck. Some of you maybe lost some friends. Some of you maybe lost some money. Some of you maybe lost sight of a dream 
that God had given you because it didn't come to pass. And this major key is even in the context of loss, God is continuing to lead us forward towards his promised land for our lives. And here's major key number three. I'm dropping the keys, man. Uh, Don't let what's behind you make you miss what's before you. Chuck that one up. Because his, his, (laughs) okay, I want you to listen real carefully. I'm gonna tell you something that is gonna, like you've never thought of this before, okay? Ever. This is good stuff. I don't wanna waste it. Are you worth it? Yeah, of course you're worth it. Did you know that it is impossible to look forwards and backwards at the same time? It's impossible to look forwards and backwards at the same time. Those two things are mutually exclusive. And yet some of us want to go where God's leading us, but we're too busy looking behind to what we've lost, to what's behind us that we miss what's before us. On with the story. When the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, choose 12 men from among the people, one from each tribe, and tell them to take up 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan, right from where the priests are standing and carry them over with you to the other side and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. (laughs) Now, at face value, this seems like a contradiction. They've actually crossed the Jordan. They actually got to the other side. And now God says, take 12 of them and tell them to go back. Tell them to look back, go back and pick up something they've already crossed over. Some of you know the story, some of you don't. I don't have time to unpack the whole thing. Uh, but a number of years ago, Louis and I had moved into state for a job that I'd taken on and I got fired after a year in that job. Uh, what I would call a severe act of betrayal. In fact, if I was in adults only setting, I'd call it something else. Um, and, uh, and, and, and so we found ourselves displaced. We were interstate. When, you, when some pretty major life crises happen to you, it's great to have close family and friends around. And we didn't have that. Uh, we lost a lot of money. Um, there was uncertainty about, you know, for myself about a, a next job and a next step. And I could have picked up at the far side of that experience, I could have picked up anger and I could have picked up bitterness and I could have picked up despondency. But let me tell you what I chose to pick up. And I'm not saying this like I'm some hero, but I'm just saying that, 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 that it's important to be very considered about what you pick up and carry forward as you're moving forward. And I, I chose to pick up some wisdom. How could some things have maybe been done differently if we had the opportunity to do it again? And, and what, what, what of those lessons can we take into our next chapter? I chose to pick up faith that the same God that had led us this far wasn't gonna leave us floundering and the journey hadn't ended. 
uh, I chose, we found ourselves in a, in a, in a, in a shed load of debt and, uh, and, and I chose to pick up a, a deeper commitment, not only to get out of debt ourselves, but that for the church, the next church I led, uh, FYI, it's here, to, 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 to teach and lead and create uh, a pattern and a mindset that, that, that God's best is for us to live financially free, not slaves to debt and not slaves to, as Renati was saying, not slaves to what our culture tells us we should be angling our money to. I picked that up. And some of you have experienced financial breakthrough simply by tacking on to some of the lessons that I've been able to, you know, from God's Word, share with you about getting out of debt. Those are the things that I chose to pick up. For you, if you've had some things not go great in 2016, don't leave 2016 empty-handed. Go back and pick up some things, but be very mindful about what you pick up. Pay attention to what you pick up. Don't pick up bitterness. Don't pick up unforgiveness. Don't go back and pick up small-minded, negative people. Here's a little bit more bonus content. When Moses was in Egypt, with the nation of Israel and they were living as slaves, Moses chose 12 people after God had promised them a land, chose 12 people to go and spy out the land. 12 guys, go and have a look and come back and tell us what you see. And 10 of those 12 came back with a negative report. There's giants in the land. We couldn't possibly move in. God had promised them already, but no, couldn't possibly move in. There's no way that this is gonna happen. But two of them, coincidentally, one of them was Joshua. Two of them came back with a positive report. Oh yeah, we saw the giants, giant grapes, giant things flowing with milk and honey. Man, this, this, is, this is even better than God described it. It's better to have the right two people influencing your life than the wrong 10. Next week, we're launching a series which is very much an extension of this and it's very much about setting up 2017 for a breakout year. It's a series called I Choose. It's all about being more intentional about our decisions. And next week, we're gonna launch that with a, with a message called Choosing Purpose Over Popularity. It's better to have the right two people than the wrong 10. Joshua was one of the two that came back with a positive report. When it came Joshua's turn, they'd now crossed the, the Red Sea, they'd now crossed the Jordan. He sent, he sent spies again. Just, just go, just one more look, guys. Yeah, you know how many people he chose? Two. He didn't need 12. He certainly didn't need the 10 knuckleheads. He chose Two. So do pick up lessons from 2016. Do pick up, and this is very much what the stones were about, reminders of where God did help you make it through. And do pick up people who are going to be the rocks that are gonna support you to have a breakout 2017. Final major key. This one's kind of a bit of a, a negative spin. And I said earlier, I know it, I know it, it's changed your life, that you can't look forward and look back at the same time. That's not the only mistake 
people make. And, 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 and one of the things, some of you got stuck because you made the mistake in 2016 of pointing forward, but looking back. Oh yeah, this year, this year is gonna be my year. It's gonna be where it happens for me this year. Yep, breaking out the lycra, coming for you, Jim. Uh-huh, yep. Ah, uh, whoa, look at all those cheesecake shop boxes in my recycling. Mistake, pointing forward, but looking back. It's impossible to look forward and look back, but that's the problem. It's not impossible to point forward, but look back. And that feels like progress. That feels like we're going somewhere. That feels like we're committed. Well, it feels like that until all of a sudden, it doesn't feel like that. And we realise we haven't actually gone anywhere. And, and, and we get frustrated. And we, and, and, and we need to actually, here's what we do. Look forward and point back. But point back, not because that's where you're going back. Point back to where God has brought you. Man, I'm not where I'm meant to be, but look how far God's brought me. Huh? Look back at the stones that you used to trip over when you were trying to cross the Jordan that have now become stepping stones that you're building a new future on. Look back at all of the buffhead friends that you used to allow to influence your life that God, God told you to trim your herd a little bit. So you put them back out in the clunky paddock where they belonged and go, thank God I pruned a few knuckleheads. Look forward, but point back to God's goodness. Two things I wanna do. I wanna pray for all of you uh, in a moment. And this is very much about, man, I'm on time. Ooh, ooh. So it's my news resolution, Neil. How, you reckon, how long you reckon this one's gonna last? I'm gonna finish on time every single Sunday for, for 52 Sundays. Dude, I'm one for one, man. Jeez. See, Neil, if you see, you can't see his face. He had this kind of cynical kind of look on his face. Watson, Watson. Uh, I, I wanna pray for all of you. Before I do, I just wanna give an opportunity for some of you uh, to make a decision as, as today, the start of a brand new year is the best decision you can make if you've never made this decision is to start following Jesus. So I've been talking about following Him. I'm talking a bit uh, about that kind of with not an assumption that you are all following Him, but, but I've been talking about what life looks like when we are following Him. But for some of you, your first decision, your next step in 2017 is to start following Him. And I wanna give you the opportunity right here, right now. And all I want you to do in a moment is just put your hand up. You say to me, that's me today. I'm gonna make a decision to follow Jesus. January 1, 2007. You'll never forget that date when you make this decision uh, and tell people into the future. So if those of you that have never made that decision to follow Jesus, put your hand up. I'll see your hand real quickly. You can put it down. Then we're gonna pray. Okay. I'm gonna pray for all of you. Before I do, uh, just let me insert this. This isn't throwing shade on you. This isn't trying to be a mood swinger. Um, let's, let's us, let's us make sure that our pursuit of a breakout 2017 isn't just about us. Us and God, me and God. It's about seeing God's kingdom grow. 
And so don't just pray for yourself, pray for your unchurched colleague, neighbour, spouse, kid, parent, fellow student, and look for opportunities this year to invest into them and ultimately invite them along. We got a guy in the back row today who made a decision to follow Jesus uh, three weeks ago. It's because his wife kept inviting him here and he kept saying no. And then he turned up and he liked it. And he liked me. And, and better than liking me, he liked Jesus. And he decided to follow Jesus. And, uh, and I always look at those sorts of stories and I say, well, what if his wife hadn't invited him? What if? Since someone's eternity has been changed. Anyway, how about you stand? I'm gonna pray uh, over you today. There's a... Um, there's something... Uh, there's something powerful when, when you stand and declare the future, even though it hasn't happened yet, a faith-filled future. Um, and, and that's why I wanted you to stand. That's why I wanted us to come together today to, to say, to, to declare uh, about 2017. Because... There's so much about what we're gonna go through this year that actually isn't just the physical stuff, the everyday material stuff we can see. There's very much, Paul said this, that our battle isn't against flesh and blood, it's actually against principalities and powers. We actually are spiritual beings trying to claim an eternal victory or, or, or live out an eternal victory with some actual opposition. Yet at the same time, if we take the power that God's given us, that's in us, His Holy Spirit, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead alive in us into this year, then that, <laughs> you wanna know about a secret weapon? That's it. And by the way, good news is, it ain't a secret. So let me pray over you as we embark on a new year. God, I thank you for the people that are here this morning that, that, are, that, are, that have prioritised starting their 2017 by being found in your house, that, that, that they're here to be exposed to, to, to your word and to get some fresh perspective, to experience some new uh, hope at the beginning of this year. Um, and God, for those who are leaving 2016 having been stuck, I declare over their lives that this will be a breakout year for them. If that's in health, finances, relationships, jobs, career, whatever it is, even multiple areas that they will experience breakout as, as they submit themselves to your leading and your direction. God, those who had a mountaintop year in 2016, I pray that they don't forget it and that they don't think it was just their smarty pants shimmying and shaking, but there was a God that was leading them and guiding them and holding them and encouraging them and, and going ahead of them. And, and together, God, as Elevate Church, we have no intention of doing laps in the wilderness for 40 minutes, let alone 40 years. That there's a land that you've promised us and that land is your kingdom growing, your house filled to overflowing, time and time and time again that those people who don't know Jesus in our spheres or that are gonna come into our spheres that you would use us in new ways, God.
new ways, God. New ways, God, this year. New ways, God, to introduce them to you. To introduce them to you and have their eternal destiny changed. In Jesus' name, amen.